Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 hello and welcome to this new edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Tuesday, June the 16th of 2020, day 168 of the year, and only... 198 days left before the whole thing's over with. Anyways, how are you doing today? Welcome back to safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, and of course, safetyfm.live. We are streaming across multiple platforms across the interwebs, as you are fully familiar with, or you might be taking a listen to us via podcast. So, of course, the choice is yours on how you decide to do so. So, thank you and welcome back. Thank you for coming out and hanging out with us for another glorious episode of Real Safety Talk on the Radio Tar Safety Show, of course, that is. Anyway, so today, just so you're aware, we're going to kind of come through some different things. There's a new contest already out. So, I want to talk about it right now at the very beginning of the show. We will be giving away some of these lovely things right here. This is the newest book of Todd Conklin. This is When the Worst Accident Happens. So, if you go to Safety FM, dot com forward slash contest and enter in right there we're going to be giving away some of those lovely books so just so you know so go out there hang out the thing started right now at noon and it will run till noon on july the first 
We're actually going to give those away live here on the air. So that is something that's available. And then this big safety podcast or the next big safety podcast, the contest is over with. Just so you know, we are going through some of the entries just so you're fully aware there. Now, there are some people that did enter, but they did not confirm their email address. So if you're one of them, just double check that our email did not come back to you into your spam folder. And you'll have to actually double check that to make sure that you are entered in 100% across the board inside of the contest. I know rambling on quite a bit right here at the very beginning of the show, which, you know, that's not what anybody wants. But anyways, let's get you started with some feature story news right here from our friends, of course, at Feature Story News. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. North Korea's demolished a joint liaison office just north of the demilitarized zone, separating it from South Korea. The country's recently lashed out at Seoul over anti-North activism in the South, warning it would take retaliatory action. Bruce Harrison reports from Seoul. North Korea confirmed in state media that it blew up the building. South Korea had previously said that appeared to be the case after hearing an explosion and seeing smoke. The two sides had used the liaison office to discuss cooperative projects, but there was little progress. And in recent days, North Korea called the building useless and threatened to destroy it. North Korea says its angry activists are sending anti-North propaganda across the border. But analysts in the South say Kim Jong-un is trying to force economic concessions from President Moon Jae-in. Seoul says it will respond sternly to the building's destruction. Bruce Harrison, Seoul. The Indian Army's confirmed a senior officer and two soldiers have died in what it calls a violent face-off with the Chinese Army. Beijing claims Indian soldiers crossed the border and attacked Chinese personnel. Nihapunia reports from New Delhi. Senior military officials from both sides are meeting at the disputed site to defuse the situation, according to the Indian Army. Beijing has accused Indian soldiers of illegally entering Chinese territory and alleged there was a physical brawl between both sides. India has also confirmed that no shots were fired. Analysts say this is a very serious escalation between India and China, especially given that both sides were until a few days ago claiming that the situation along the border had been diffused. For decades now, border standoffs have been limited to skirmishes, but the last time casualties were reported between both sides along the shared border was nearly 50 years ago. Neha Punya, New Delhi. U.S. President Donald Trump will sign an executive order on police reform later. It comes after three weeks of protests across the U.S., sparked by deaths of unarmed African Americans in police custody. Jagruti Dave reports from Washington. President Trump didn't give much detail about the content of the executive order on police reforms. We're going to be talking about things that we've been watching and seeing for the last month, and uh, we're going to have some solutions, I think some good solutions. He once again reiterated his support for the police, saying, We have mostly great people, but we will do better. Officials have suggested one of the measures could involve the creation of a national database to track police misconduct. President Trump also spoke about the fatal shooting by the police of a black man in Atlanta over the weekend. I thought it was a terrible situation. Certainly it was very, to me, it was very disturbing. The House and Senate are also crafting separate bills on police reforms. The number of UK workers on payroll fell by over 600,000 between March and May. Job vacancies also slumped to a record low in May, according to the data from the Office for National Statistics. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. 
This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, I hope it's better than the sound of the toilet flushing. Anyway, so welcome back. So there's some news right there from our friends at Feature Story News. I like them to get across with the serious stuff, the heavy lifting, if you if you may say so, before we go into our catastrophic nightmare that is my versionality of the news. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I appreciate all the people reaching out yesterday to talk about the new scenario in the background. Yeah, it is not fake, just in case. It is real and in living color. Now, the funny part was most of the conversation revolved around the lack of the color red which I thought was kind of funny. So, yes, we have used a lot of red in most of our other stuff. Yeah, there's a lot less of it at the moment. I'm sure we'll figure something out as we move forward. Still, you know, like I said from day one when we started doing the video stream, this is a work in progress. This will never probably be what I want it to be. It will never be 100% how I want. Because let's be real, as I told you from day one, I never wanted to do video. So let's start with that. And number two, this is a radio show. We go radio first and then we work our way around it. Anyways, let's get you right into the hit list because that's why you're here. A majority of Americans are still proud of their nation's heritage, you know, but the numbers are slipping. A recent Gallup study showed that 42% are extremely proud and another 20% are 21% that is, are very proud to be American, but they're lowest since the Gallup started measuring the sentiment back in 2001. On the flip side, Gallup reports that 15% of Americans say that they're moderately proud, which is about 12%, and only a little proud, about 9%, or excuse me, 12%, and then not at all proud at 9%. So some kind numbers going all over the place there, and I don't know how you look at it. If you do live in the U.S. of A, and you are from this country, are you proud to be an American? I mean, I know it's kind of a rough question to say no to, but... If you take a look at everything going on across the board, how are you looking at right now? Has your sentiments changed about everything? I mean, it's a very interesting question and a very interesting piece of dialogue that you can move forward with, of course. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. Scientist King Abudala, University of Science and Technology, had developed an underwater Wi-Fi system. Boy, I think it's kind of funny that we're talking about underwater. I got some surprises for you next week on the Jay Allen Show. Be paying close attention to that one, talking about water for a brief moment. Anyways, a new technology called Aquify would enable scuba divers to share increased data and even underwater live streaming of their adventures. Well, the technology has been proven to work. It will be a while before it's commercially available. Now, if you do have the availability to live stream, from underwater. Now, keep in mind, we are live streaming. However, you want to take a look at it here. How would that go for you? How would it actually go about in that particular regards? I just kind of wonder for a moment. Would you live stream? Would you put cameras under the water if you had a pool at home just for you to be able to stream what's going on under the water? Now, that's some scary scenarios there, Duh. just as we talk about it. But shit, dude, that is some crazy camera stuff that I would imagine that you could do under the water if you so desired to do so. 
You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. The University of Nordham astronomers and astrophysicists estimate that there are 36 other intelligent civilizations in the Milky Way. Yeah, in the Milky Way. 36 intelligent civilizations is what it said there. The research assumes that a technology civilization capable of electronic communication will last at least 100 years similar to humanity on Earth, but due to the distance and the scale of space, the timing of those civilizations cross paths, even with radio signals, are slim. The research also suggests the closest neighbors is about 17,000 light years away, making it virtually impossible to interact. So let's talk about that. (laughs) 36 intelligent civilizations Potentially inside of the Milky Way. How does that make worker safety? Now, I have to tell you, this almost defaults me back to that movie by Christopher Nolan of Batman fame. Um, Interstellar. That movie made, you know, the wormhole references and a lot of strange things about that kind of stuff. And some people are like, ah, this is a bunch of bullshit at the time that it came out. Now, I will tell you, I was not in love with that movie the first time that I watched it. Just really wasn't the case. Then I read a couple of books. that I Well, actually, I read three books all by the same author. And... I went back and watched the movie, and I had a better understanding on what some of the determinations of the movie was about. And let's not get into space-time continuum and wormholes and all that stuff, because we could be here for a very long period of time if we have that conversation. And I would definitely want to have some people that really understand some of that info or the lingo um, to be able to be better prepared to have that. But after I watched that movie, it really did open my eyes to a lot of strange things. So what do you think there, as a safety professional... As you're talking about this, do you have these conversations inside of your workplace about potential intelligent life forms? And no, don't sit back and go, no, because I deal with a lot of dumb people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, how do you look at it? And, you know, sometimes people can complain and say, Jay, you kind of go all over the place with the rated R safety show. Well, we can talk about what's in the news, as you are aware as well. We talk about some of the stuff that's going on in the world of safety, but we have to also talk about what we are seeing in the news. Because if we don't talk about it, well, what are you going to get your news from? I mean, we try to do the intermingling of the different things, just so you know. Because I think it's important to do a combination platter. You know, I'm not trying to be the buffet, of the world, but I'm trying to actually be able to give you all the information in one source. I mean, we do have, what is it? 11 different shows on safety FM that you can take a listen to that give you all of a different world variation of what safety should sound like. Duh. You know, nothing against that, nothing, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, but it's definitely something to think about as we talk here on the rated R safety show. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. So in a a letter to the House Judiciary Committee, Amazon says that its chief, Jeff Bezos, will agree to testify answering questions about its competitive practices this summer. But 
the document added, of course, we will need to resolve a number of questions regarding timing, format, and outstanding document production issues all necessarily framed by the extraordinary demands of the global pandemic. Congress in the recent years scrutiny major tech companies who have been increasing in size. So what do you think here? Now, if you go back and take a look at some older pictures of Jeff Bezos, you'll see that he has a very small office and he has this thing, a banner on the side of the wall that says Amazon on there. And the room's awfully small, not this giant thing that he has now. And this is back in mid-90s, I want to say. Yeah, and things have changed. What do you think about the Amazon competitive advantage and, you know, some can talk about, you know, that they do some different things. They, you know, they're competitive in their space. They do some different things in regards on how they're doing their pricing structure, on how they rebrand stuff, how they repackage stuff. You know, it does not give a lot of availability to the mom and pop shop, quote unquote. So what do you think? Do you think that you should be purchasing local or do you think that Amazon has should be broken up? Now, you are aware or might not be aware. Elon Musk recently had made a statement about that Amazon should be broken up. Now, that's his point of view, of course, and everybody's entitled to their point of view. But what do you look at? I mean, I think that they've done some good things. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I tell you all the time, I don't leave my house or the studio, depending on what's going on. So a lot of the stuff that I get is via Amazon. So I like that aspect. But is there a competitive advantage, especially if you think about what has occurred during the pandemic? And what do I mean here? I mean, well, we had the availability that a lot of the things that you wanted from Amazon were easily available. I mean, it might have taken a little bit longer than the normal two days if you were signed up for Prime. But also at the same time, too, you have to take a look at it that it did not give that same advantage to local businesses that might have carried the same exact product. So is that a competitive advantage to Amazon? And of course, we did have the new story during the pandemic that in France, I believe it was, where they had actually requested that Amazon do X, Y, and Z. And if they didn't, they were going to be fined a million dollars a day. And Amazon opted not to do so. And they closed down and did not let certain things available. So that's something to think about if that was something that you'd be interested in doing or not doing. So do you look at it and Amazon should have done it? Should they have done X, Y, and Z to be able to move forward or no? I don't know. Just the conversation piece that we're, of course, having right here on the Rated R Safety Show. And let's move forward, move forward, move forward. The Dow opened down 500 points on Monday but regained ground through the day. The ultimate finish up 157 points from where it started. So that was a good day for that. A Russian court has convicted a U.S. Marine for spying. We talked about this yesterday in a ruling that carries a 16-year jail sentence. Now, that we talked about this through the feature story news stuff as we were airing it. The U.S. State Department is outraged by the decision, which they say was determined without any concrete evidence or witness of any violation of global judicial norms. The convicted man, Paul Welland, who says that was traveling into Russia for a wedding but never made it to the ceremony, he's being held for for almost a year and a half. Shit, talk about going long-distance weddings, man. So, there's that. The Russian government says that the case is classified and subject to secrecy. So, I would love to hear more about this, of course, because what is going on? 
I mean, the, what did he do that all of a sudden the determination was made that he was in the wrong, that he was doing the quote unquote wrong thing there? Because that's what I want to know next. Because this is kind of nuts that this would come out of the ordinary here and they would allow him to be locked up for this kind of period of time. And what exactly did he do? Anybody have any ideas? I would love to hear. Would love to hear more about it. But you know this. I know that because that's why we're here. We have these conversations all the time. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it. You know it. You want some more of it as we talk here today about what's going on inside of the Rated R Safety Show. But let's continue down the path here. A U.S. Air Force fighter jet crashed into the North Sea of the coast of Britain early Monday morning. According to local news outlets, the F-115 Eagle ditched into the sea during a routine training mission. The UK search and rescue launch with a mission for a pilot who was then the only person on board the aircraft. The cause of the crash is still unknown. But I think you kind of already knew I was going to say that. This is Figer's Law. Lock them up and throw away the key. We Americans love our politicians to act like they're tough on crime. And when you do something wrong, you should pay with hard time. Mercies for the bleeding heart liberals, they say. Well, what if it turns out they weren't guilty and we put somebody in prison by mistake? According to Michigan law, people who are wrongfully convicted are entitled to a paltry $50,000 for each year they spend rotting in prison. And of course, the state hasn't put aside any money to pay anyone who's wrongfully convicted. So what do prosecutors do when confronted with somebody who's been wrongfully convicted? They fight against setting aside the convictions because it's cheaper. They say justice is blind, but where does it say justice be damned? Remember, if you don't stand for something, you end up standing for nothing. This is Figer's Law. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Always so offensive with some of the lingo of what they say. Anyways, you probably already heard this one, but I'm going to share it with you anyways. North Korea is displeased with the stalled diplomatic relations with the United States. In a cryptic statement issued by the state media in North Korea and reported by NBC News, Kim Jong-un said that the country has been given the authority by Kim Jong-un to decisively carry out the next action. The next action. I don't know what that means. Does anybody know what that means? The next actions against the enemy assume to mean that the United States, but without clarification, what that action might be. So something to think about there. One of Harvard's analysts says that the disconnect comes from the North Korean view of failed diplomacy between Junior and President Trump. So something to think about as we do move forward here. So did you hear about this one? Were you excited by this news yesterday? Because it could have been some exciting news for some. Duh. So let's go through it real quick. Shopify and Walmart are getting into the e-commerce bed together. Ooh, sounds dirty. A new partnership will allow sellers who use Shopify online store tools to apply to sell through Walmart platform and give them a larger audience. The news sent Shopify. Stocks up by 6.6% a share yesterday. So how do you feel about Shopify being part of Walmart, at least on their e-commerce portion? Are you excited about that? 
exciting times. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it will change the demographic here? Now, this becomes that whole other thing that we were just talking about where we're saying, okay, larger company takes over mom and pop shop. Well, now larger company giving access to mom and pop on their e-commerce site. So how does that make you feel? Does it make you go, okay, it gives me the warm fuzzies, or do you sit around and go, well, that might never work? Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. I don't know. I'm just talking here. That's what I do. I talk. I talk about a lot of things. Anyways, did you? this one was our main news story, but we'll talk about it again today. The Supreme Court has ruled that the 1964 Civil Rights Act extends discrimination protections to members of the LGBTQ community. Conservative Justice Neal ruled with a 6-3 majority. Now, what do you think here? There's, you know, there's some interesting stuff. Now, now, I will tell you, since we started Safety FM, we've been running public service announcements because that's what we do. We try to bring news into what's going on inside of the world. And for the longest time, we have ran a public service announcement about the LGBTQ community, about how they did not have certain rights in certain states, and they could be fired for who they were in love with or who they were seen with type of thing. Now, I have to tell you, I am pretty excited that today we are going to be able to pull that PSA off because it is not a issue now, or at least not a civil right issue. So I'm pretty excited to be able to announce that. But before we get too far, why don't we start talking about our main story? Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So this one's going to be interesting as we move forward and we have the conversation. So yesterday, if you did take a look around, and did you notice that there was a lot of problems with some service providers. And what am I talking about yesterday? About yesterday in particular. There was a massive attack on the U.S. internet takes of all major services. So yesterday I can tell you our platform here that we do on our streamers, we had all kinds of problems doing some of the uploading. There was a period of time that all of our videos were gone. You couldn't see any single one of our videos. The radio station went down, which was another part of everything that was going on. Did you notice that there was a lot of cell phones that were down yesterday? Now, this is not getting a lot of mainstream media, which I think is very odd, but a massive cyber attack has crippled numerous Internet of Things or IoT services, as well as cell phone towers through the U.S., which are currently experiencing issues with both texting and calling. Now, this was major yesterday. Some of them were even down for almost 10 hours. According to the down detector, which is, you know, just tells you information of the services that are down, AT&T, U.S. Cellular, Sprint, MetroPCS, Verizon, and Simple Mobile are experiencing higher than usual outages affecting the entire U.S., including a major outages in Washington, D.C. So did you see that yesterday? What do you think about it? Why wasn't it being reported? Although the services are down, 
the DDoS denial of service attack is less likely the broad scope of services down rules out of DNS hijacking. A DDoS attack overwhelms an online service with traffic from multiple sources rendering unusable, while the DNS hijacking attack would be reflecting the DNS services. So something to think about. So therefore, it is possible that attack method was a border gateway protocol. That's nerd talk for a BGP hijacking, just so if you don't know. Before we can go over it, which is another type of sophisticated massive attack. The BGP hijacking has occurred in the past through a gigantic scale happening now. BGP is used for data senders looking for internet redundancies by the content delivery network. So this is what was going on yesterday. I will tell you, even though we didn't list it right there as we were having the conversation or making reference to the news story, T-Mobile was down for like 10 hours yesterday. That was one. Now, and then depending on what internet service provider, you might have had some problems yesterday as well. So what do you think about this? And why is this quote unquote not being reported? And now I will tell you there was multiple services that were down. This includes everything from Twitch to Instagram to Facebook to Messenger. And I mean, it was all across the board, but mostly in major cities. So do you think we were under some kind of cyber attack? Your opinion, did you have any effect or did it have any effect with your work status yesterday? Were you able to communicate with your, let's say for instance, you're inside of the trucking business. Were you able to communicate via your telematics yesterday or did you have problems? Were you able to interact with some of the other safety professionals inside of your organization? What exactly happened and why is this not being discussed? I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of things, a lot of things. And of course, you know, some people are are laying claim yesterday that they were the ones that were behind it. So if I give you a long list here, here we go. T-Mobile, Metro PCS, Verizon, Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, AT&T. Let me see. Facebook, Twitch, Sprint, US Cellular, Comcast, Consumer Cellular, Fortnite, Cox, Cable, Simple Mobile, Cricket, and YouTube were all down at some point yesterday for a long period of time because of the attack that was actually taking place. Now, I don't know why it was taking place. And, you know, you can go online, and like I always tell people, you can find conspiracy theories for anything. It's relatively easy to do, not a difficult task. If you're looking for it, you can, number one, confirmation bias is easy. The algorithm will give you shit in regards of what you're looking for because that is what you are headed to look for. So think about that before you start going to look too deep into it. But what do you think? Why is the cyber attack not being part of a new story? And, you know, places like this, the humble little world of the Raider R Safety Show has to bring this stuff up. Now, did you notice that it was down? Now, there was tons of people yesterday on Twitch that kept on saying, I can't stream because I'm having all kinds of glitches. They kept on, you know, saying that this was down, that was down. They couldn't understand. Notifications weren't being sent out. They weren't getting this. They weren't getting that. And most streams yesterday did not hit their average of their streaming platforms. And that's okay. Those things do happen from time to time. But tons of people at once? I don't know. There's some questions to be asked. I don't know who the hell you're going to ask the question to, but that's something to think about as we go through this, because man, what happened? Why was the stuff down? 
Did you? I don't. Hear, I didn't hear anything about Zoom though. I mean, Zoom seems to be pretty popular in regards of you know some of the stuff that people are doing as of late. So, what do you think? Think about it. Whatever it is, because I sure as hell don't know. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So, some news coming out of the world of country music. Hank Williams Jr.'s daughter, Kathleen, or Catherine Williams Dunning, has died. According to multiple reports, a 27-year-old crashed her Chevy Tahoe in Tennessee after drifting across the median, triggering a rollover sequence. Williams Dunning was pronounced dead at the scene, while her husband, who has also been in the vehicle, was airlifted to a nearby hospital. His condition is unknown. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family. In some baby news, Will Arnett and Alexandra Brown welcomed their first child together. A rep told that Arnett, page six, that Alexandra Dennison Arnett was born on May the 27th. This is Arnett's third child. He shares Archie and Abel with his wife, or former wife, better saying, not with his wife, because that'd be kind of strange, Amy Poehler. So just so you know, anyways, let's talk about some stuff going on in the world of politics. Just in case you don't know this one, let's share this with you. The $600 weekly federal pay bump for the unemployed on top of the weekly state benefits should end in July, according to Larry Kudrow. Trump's top economic advisor says that the money is a disincentive to working. He added that for a while, the program was good for the short term fix but uncertainty and an ailing economy will end in july so they're going to be doing away if you're doing the if you're getting the extra six hundred dollars it will be done away with come here at the end of july according to what this guy says now there's been so many different informations on there this says july i've read some things where they're saying they're trying to extend it to the end of the year so i don't know which one's true but i will tell you right now based on the news story that we have it's saying end of next month you're done if you're on it, just in case Oklahoma Republicans aren't worried about the mass gathering and coronavirus, especially if it's to hear the commander in chief speak. Don't know if you heard this one. The Trump campaign reports that 800,000, yeah, 800,000 tickets request for this week's MAGA rally for a venue that is holding is just shy of 20,000 people on Twitter. Trump campaign. Chief Brad Pascal called the ticketed event the biggest data hall and rally sign up of all time by 10x so something to think about i don't know if you're interested in doing that if you are interested in going there it might be a difficult ticket for you to actually to be able to gather so think about that as you do move forward anyways let's talk about the lottery no winner for friday night's mega million drawing tonight's drawing will be for 22 million dollar jackpot or a 17.2 million dollar cash payout no winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $22 million, or guess what? A $17.5 million cash payout. So it's slightly different there, just as we talk about it. So just so you know. Anyways, now that some production restrictions have eased, Snoop Dogg is getting back to work. The rapper took over Mel's Diner to shoot his latest music video. In between takes, he was seen grabbing some food and drinks from the famed Sunset Strip burger joint. Snoop was joined by Exhibit and Wiz Khalifa. Meanwhile, John Legend was just 
down the street shooting his own music video in Los Feliz, part of Los Angeles. So just so you know, some interesting things going on right there. Drake and Megan T. Stalin are leading the 2020 Bet, or excuse me, I shouldn't say Bet, B-E-T Awards nominations. The Canadian rapper came out on the top six nods while Megan is tied with Rudy Rich at five. Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, and Lizzo are all tied at four nods each. The award show will air on June the 28th and will be a virtual one, of course. I mean, you really can't do much of anything else right now. So let's talk about some other things relatively quick, and let's go. The 2021 Academy Awards will be delayed due to the coronavirus pandemic. The event originally scheduled to be held on February the 28th of 2021 will now take place on April the 25th, the latest date ever since the Oscars started back in 1953, according to The Hollywood Reporter. As follows, up to the delay, for the first time since the Oscars' earliest days, the eligibility requirements for movies will be extended two months. Movies that have been qualifying... Release date between January the 1st, 2020 and February 28th of 2021 will now be able to compete in the next Academy Awards. So something to think about as we do move forward as we talk about this. Anyways, we talked about Jason Derulo recently. So Jason Derulo is still hungry. Following his feeding frenzy of 20 burgers in two hours, the singer is now challenging the Rock, a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson, to a hot dog eating showdown on July the 4th. Derulo set the stage for what could be the biggest celebrity chow down of all time, calling out the former WWE star and prematurely declaring himself the victor. Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, has not responded to the challenge. And holy shit, I don't know if you guys follow him on Instagram, Facebook, or any other social media But that dude, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he sure as hell can eat. Duh. So anyways, let's continue. The YouTube's Dear Class of 2020 virtual ceremony snagged over 665,000 concurrent viewers and over 17 million total views in a 24-hour period. The four-hour June the 7th event now holds the record for the most-watched YouTube original live event since the service started, originally known as YouTube Red, which launched back in 2016. If you're not a part of YouTube Premium, they're not a sponsor of the show. Just going to let you know that it's a really good service. Between the music, between you don't have to watch freaking ads on YouTube, and being able to do some of the Google service stuff, it's really good. Just throwing that out there. Just my two cents. Anyways, let's continue, let's continue, continue, continue. Major League Soccer will not play the national anthem before the games. Yeah, you heard me there. The MLS commissioner told reporters, we won't be playing the anthem. There's not going to be any fans in the stand, so we didn't see that it would be appropriate. And I feel that today there's no different than I felt then, which if a player is looking to express their rights to kneel during the national anthem, they should have the right to do so. I would hope that they would stand, but if they opt not to, that's their prerogative, and we'll and we will support them. Teams are scheduled to begin playing on July the eighth at the ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex in Orlando, Florida, or Disney World, however you want to know it. That's what's taking place. So, just wanted to reference that real quick. Also, before I forget, today today is one of those glorious days that you can celebrate, and there's only one thing on the list. Are you ready for what it is? Today, you can celebrate National Fudge Day. Yes, National Fudge Day. And I am talking about the dessert because if you do a look up for fudge, 
depending where you end up, it could mean something entirely, entirely, entirely different so than what I'm trying to accomplish here. So I am just going to call it National Fudge Day. And I'm talking about the dessert. And don't take it in the pervy way, of course. Duh. So just be on the safe side there. Anyway, let's continue, continue, continue. Did you know that on this day back in 1971 was the birth date of Tupac Shakur? He passed away back in 1996. Not on this day, of course, just for a reference piece. Anyways, let's talk about it because I forgot totally to talk about it yesterday. So I do owe everyone an apology. And let me reference it one more time just in case. If you are going through signs of depression or suicidal thoughts, please call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. They are a suicide prevention lifeline that will be there for you to assist you with any issues that you're having and be able to talk you through the cycles of depression and suicide prevention is availability there. And also you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org just for some additional information. Or you can go to Write Love on Her Arms, which is some of the stuff that we love here. I mean, we love both services, but this one we love as well. We wear their stuff all the time, promote it as much as we can. They are here in Florida, so I guess that does kind of factor some of the uh, the equation in there. But they are really good service to Write Love on Her Arms. They will actually provide you with local resources in your area. So that's to writelovonherarms.com. You can go there some assistance there anyways like i told you earlier in the show we are still we are starting today started at noon 39 minutes ago running the new contest for the todd conklin book just in case you didn't know what it was right here when the worst accidents happen this is the newest book we have multiple copies that we'll be giving away i have too many that i can grab all and put them all on the screen but we will be giving those away. So enter in at safetyfm.com forward slash contest. If you're interested in entering the contest, a really good book, just so you know. Um, we helped them out with some of the editing for the audio version. We are only giving away the actual hard copy, or this is the actual soft copy, but it's a hard version, tangible version of the book itself. So if you're interested, go to safetyfm.com. Also, we'll be coming back tomorrow with some new episodes. Also, come hang out with us at safetyfm.com. Download the app. Take a listen to some of the different shows that we actually have available right there at safetyfm.com. Got some special stuff coming up for you. Don't want to talk about it yet. Got some people. Let's just, let's just put it to you this way. I'll give it to the luck of the Irish. I'll put it that way. Anyways, be paying close attention to what we have coming up here on safetyfm.com. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener or the Safety FMer. You can also become part of our exclusive list as you come to safetyfm.com. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.